Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Jeweled bread studded with candied fruits and nuts are hallmarks of the Christmas holiday. Fruitcake, panettone, and yulakaka are favorites, but for many, the Christmas Stalin is king. Welcome to Seasons Eatings, and in this episode, we are traveling to Deutschland to explore the history behind the wonderful Christmas treat, Stalin. Christmas Stollen, known in Germany as Christollen, is a rich, dense, sweet bread filled with dried fruit, candied citrus peel, marzipan or almond paste, and nuts. It hails from the city of Dresden, Germany, where it was first produced in the late 1500s. Stollen is enjoyed throughout the year, but at the holidays it's loaded with more fruits and nuts, items that were historically only available through importation from Italy, and therefore very expensive. Christmas Stollen is rich in history, and in German, the recipe and ratio of ingredients is considered an important matter of tradition. Stollen is a fruit bread of nuts, spices, and dried or candied fruit coated with powdered sugar or icing sugar. It's a traditional German bread eaten during the Christmas season, when it's called Weihnachtsstollen after Weihnachten, a German word for Christmas, or Christstollen after Christ. Stollen are famously dusted with a thick coat of powdered sugar, reminiscent of the snowy German landscape, and baked with aromatic spices conveying the warmth of the Christmas season. The dessert is a cake-like fruit bread made with yeast, water and flour, and usually with zest added to the dough. Orangeat, or candied orange peel and candied citrus peel, raisin and almonds, and various spices such as cardamom and cinnamon are added. Candied fruit, also known as crystallized fruit or glassy fruit, has existed since the 14th century. Whole fruit, smaller pieces of fruit or pieces of peel are placed in a heated sugar syrup which absorbs the moisture from within the fruit and eventually preserves it. Depending on the size and type of fruit, this process of preservation can take several days to several months. This process allows the fruit to retain its quality for a year. The continual process of drenching the fruit in syrup causes the fruit to become saturated with sugar, preventing the growth of spoilage microorganisms due to the unfavorable osmotic pressure this creates. Other ingredients such as milk, sugar, butter, salt, rum, eggs, vanilla and other dried fruits and nuts and marzipan may also be added to the dough. Except for the fruit added, the dough is quite low in sugar. The finished bread is then sprinkled with icing sugar. The traditional weight of Stollen is around 2 kilos, or about 4.5 pounds, but smaller sizes are common. The bread is slathered with melted unsalted butter and rolled in sugar as soon as it comes out of the oven, resulting in a moisture product that keeps better. The marzipan rope in the middle is optional. 
The dried fruits are macerated in rum or brandy for superior tasting bread. The standards of the German Bakers Association prescribe that for every 100 kilograms of flour, Stalin must contain at least 30 kilos of butter and at least 60 kilos of dried fruits. Stalin also comes in three weights, depending on the amount of butter used in the recipe. A lightweight Stalin dough contains up to 10% fat, a medium weight up to 30% fat, and a heavy weight up to 50% fat. Due to its high content of fat and fruits, Stalin keeps fresh and like fruitcake can be stored for a long time. There are also many different varieties of Stalin. Each name describes its unique ingredients. Mandelstalen is made with almonds. Marzipanstalen is made with at least 5% of its weight in marzipan. Mondstalen has poppy seeds spread throughout the dough. Neustalen has a dough filled with at least 20% by weight of hazelnuts or walnuts. And Quarkstolen contains quark or cottage cheese. If you didn't know, quark is a mild, creamy cheese which is unaged so it doesn't have a strong flavor. Whatever your tastes, you can find the perfect Stalin for the holidays. And of course, the most popular Stalin is the Dresden Stalin. Dresden Stalin was first mentioned in an official document in 1474, and a Dresdner Stalin remains notable and available, amongst other places, at the Dresden Christmas Market, the Strieselmarkt. Dresden Stolen is produced in the city of Dresden and distinguished by a special seal depicting King Augustus II the Strong. This official Stolen is produced by only 150 Dresden bakers. While today's modern Stolen is filled with fruit and nuts and candied peel, early Stolen was different, with the ingredients being flour, oats, and water. As a Christmas bread, Stolen was baked for the first time at the Council of Trent in 1545 and was made with flour, yeast, oil, and water. The Advent season was a time of fasting, and bakers were not allowed to use butter, only oil, and the cake was tasteless and hard. In the 15th century, in medieval Saxony in central Germany, north of Bavaria and south of Brandenburg, the Prince Elector Ernst and his brother, Duke Albrecht, decided to remedy this by writing to the Pope in Rome. The Saxon bakers needed to use butter, as oil in Saxony was expensive and hard to come by, and had to be made from turnips. Pope Nicholas V in 1450 denied the first appeal. Five popes died before finally, in 1490, Pope Innocent VIII sent a letter, known as the Butter Letter, to the Prince. This granted the use of butter without having to pay a fine, but only for the Prince Elector and his family and household. And here is his response in translation. Since we have taken cognizance of your case, that in your domains and realms no oil trees thrive, that ye have neither sufficient oil, and the little ye have doth stink and doth cost much, or the oil which ye have is made from turnips with his loathsome to people and doth them ill, whereby many have fallen into diverse sicknesses. As such, we are well disposed to accept your request and decree by papal authority, by the power of this letter, that ye, your wives, sons, daughters, and all your obedient servants may freely and reasonably partake of butter instead of oil without incurring any penalty. The Pope was clever and put a condition in the letter stating that others could use butter for cooking. But whenever butter was used, a donation had to be made to help with the cost of constructing the Freiburg Cathedral. 
Augustus II, the Strong, was the elector of Saxony, king of Poland and grand duke of Lithuania. The king loved pomp, luxury, splendor, and feast. He was kind of like the Germanic version of Louis, the, the sun king of France, who lost his head in the revolution. In 1730, King Gus wanted to impress his subjects, ordering the Baker's Guild of Dresden to make a giant 1.7-ton stolen, big enough for everyone to have a portion to eat. There were over 24,000 guests taking part in a legendary amusement festivity known as a Zeitheiner Lustlager. For this special occasion, the court architect built a massive stolen oven. This imposing brickwork had been prepared by around 100 people in one week's work before the Stalin was baked for six hours. Eight horses then pulled it in a solemn convoy at the king's table. This was also when the famous knife was designed. The Stalin knife with which the giant Stalin was cut was about 1.6 meters long and had been specifically designed and made for this festival. This knife can be seen on a historical model and form the basis for today's Dresdner Stalin knife. I just want to take a moment to describe this knife. It's beautifully made with sterling silver with a slight curve at the end. And while you can use an ordinary serrated knife to cut the Stalin, the Dresden Stalin knife would be a wonderful Christmas present for any fan of the bread. Others were also permitted to use butter, but on the condition of having to pay annually one twentieth of a gold gilden to support the building of the Freiburg Minster. Saxony figured out a workaround to this problem in the 16th century, when a lot of them became Protestant. Over the centuries, the bread changed from being a simple, fairly tasteless bread to a sweeter bread with richer ingredients such as marzipan, although traditional Stalin is not as sweet, light, and airy as the copies made around the world. In Dresden, 35 bakers and pastry makers have put together the giant cake-like fruit bread from about 350 individual loaves weighing 8 kilograms, or about 17 pounds each, according to a long-established plan. Tradition dictates that its exact size will first be revealed at the Stalin Festival. During the Dresden Stalin Festival, tens of thousands of visitors come from far and wide to queue up at the Christmas market in Dresden and buy a piece of the traditional cake. Uh, one pound, or about 500 gram piece of this special cake, costs about 6 euros, and the majority of the sales are donated to charity. Prior to cutting up the Stalin, the giant cake is created through the city by the Dresdner Stalinmarkten, as well as the bakers and pastry makers of the Stalin Association. They are joined by marching bands, actors in historical costumes, and regiments of soldiers who make up a cheerful and colorful parade that is cheered on by tens of thousands of spectators. Dresden's bakers and pastry chefs are already in the Guinness Book of World Records for having baked the largest Stalin in 2000. The Dresden giant Stalin weighed 4.2 tons, or over 9,000 pounds. The longest Christmas Stalin measured over 72 meters long, over 230 feet, and was achieved by the Little Company at Harlem Railway Station in the Netherlands on 10th of December in 2010. The cake took two and a half hours to prepare and another two and a half hours to cook, and it was cooked in one single piece. Stalin is not difficult to make, but it's also not a quick holiday recipe. Much of the experience is in the time it takes to create it. Like any bread, there's a great deal of waiting time, but none more challenging than the aging process. Once your stolen is baked and after it's filled your home with the smell of Christmas, it should be left to cool 
then wrapped tightly and rested for three weeks. Before mixing the dough, soak the dried fruits in rum or other spirits. Later, while the bread ages, that flavorful liquid soaks into the bread, providing its characteristic richness and depth of flavor. If you don't have time to age the bread, don't despair. It'll still be delicious. Next year, you can add it to your after Thanksgiving tradition, and your stolen will be ready just in time to unwrap with your other Christmas gifts. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Seasons Eatings. I first want to say that I'm not a native speaker of German, so I hope I didn't butcher the pronunciations of the German too much. If you want to learn more about your favorite Christmas foods, I would love it if you could subscribe to the podcast. You can find Seasons Eatings on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can also follow Seasoned Eatings on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Seasons Eatings Podcast. And when you're there, if you could like and follow the page, you can get updates for upcoming episodes and other great events. I also want to give thanks to Brian Earle of the Christmas Past Podcast. He was one of my inspirations to start this little podcast thing. And to Tim Babb of Can't Wait for Christmas Podcast. Both podcasts, plus many others, can be found on the Christmas Podcast Network. Go have a listen at christmaspodcastnetwork.com. All music in this episode has been retained copyright by the original owners and is used under the Creative Commons license.